Number two. Number two. Second person has fallen to their death. The Grand Canyon National Park. What? So we don't really know if it was an accident or, well, I mean, obviously it's an accident. Somebody's taking a selfie of themselves and they get too close to the edge. That's still an accident. But the National Park Service said that uh, they got a call and said someone needs help. And then by the time they got there, this lady was, you know, 200 feet down below the rim. So I don't know if she was having trouble before she fell or when they first, you know, the guy was looking over the side going, hey, somebody needs some help. This lady's down there. You all right? You can hear me? So I'm not sure if she had already fallen by the time they called or not. Uh, She was 69-year-old Peoria, Arizona woman. Sad. I know. People are dropping like, and it's actually, there was uh, another person uh, who had fallen off the rim, but he fell off on the uh, on the Indian side, so that doesn't count. If you fall, if you fall off, yeah, if you fall off on the reservation side, you don't count. It's just like, oh, oh, what, where, what side did he fall off on? On uh, the reservation side? Oh yeah, we don't care about that. racist who orchestrated the murder of james bird jr one of america's most gruesome hate crimes from jasper texas pronounced dead at the age of 44 by lethal injection at the texas state penitentiary at huntsville at 708 p.m last night now it would have been earlier but they were waiting for a uh possible stay to this execution one last shout out help me i don't want to die supreme court justice samuel alito denied the last minute application for a stay and that was like nope we're going through with it sorry click so it took a little bit longer than usual that's why 708 p.m i mean it was like should have been 601 um amazing that he's gone i remember texas is one of the one of the states that uh don't give you a special meal I know, I know. I I think they should. I think if you're on death roll, you should get a final meal. I don't know why I feel that way. I just kind of feel, I just kind of like, you're going to die. We're going to kill you. Now, the the flip side of that is why should we waste money on feeding you if we're going to kill you the next day? I understand. I got it. I got it. But uh, that just feels like the right thing to do. He's the fourth person to have been executed in the United States this year. Three of them have been in Texas. (laughs) I love the great state of Texas. I love it. We've got, uh, as uh, reported a long time ago, other states were fighting uh, the the execution. Texas was putting in an express line. I'm all for it. You're guilty. You did something horrible. Gone. Have a nice day. 
There's a couple, a story today about a couple got 60 years. Just 60 years. Why are we paying for them to be in prison for 60 years? That's right. They, and this is Texas. They're called like the most wicked criminals. That's 60 years in prison for sexually abusing dozens of children, including an infant. They were found guilty of sexual exploitation of children, production of child porn. Well, I mean, we're going to pay for them to be alive 60 years in prison. No, thank you. I'm sorry. Uh, no, there's not going to be any rehabilitation. So what are we doing? I don't know. And we don't give special meals to uh, people being executed, but we did find out that we got some uh, special meals for people that are in prison. Jared Fogle and Bill Cosby got uh, special meals. According to uh, uh, reports, you know, Cosby is serving his three to 10 year sentence at the Pennsylvania SCI Phoenix Detention Center. Uh, he got baked chicken with bread dressing, carrots, gravy, a slice of bread and margarine and a fresh apple. Jared Fogel, while I'm sure isn't a big fan of getting Subway sandwiches anymore uh, in prison, uh, he uh, got some got some beef or soy tacos, steamed rice, black beans, corn, shredded cheese, and some salsa. So happy Easter to Bill Cosby and Gerald. <laughs> as we're on crime if you're a criminal one of the most you know one of them i don't want to say the most important thing but but an important process of being a criminal is having a good lookout so police have now seized a parrot that was trained by these brazilian drug leaders to start screaming when if the police showed up so they finally they've got the parrot in custody now. So they're, they're, they're proud about taking this, uh, you know, parrot into custody from these crack dealers. Uh, so whenever the police would come into the community, the bird would start, mom, 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 the police, mom, 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 the police. <laughs> uh, so good. So you want to have a good lookout. You want to have a good lookout. Now, you might want to train. If my my thought would be to train the bird not to say the police, so it would you know you just want the bird to say you know have the the the, the keyword you know your safe word. The safe word is you know like mom 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 would be fine because you would know that it's the police if he started yelling mom. If the bird is in the you know process of saying the police the police, that's not really the police are going to know. You see them coming. I don't really, it's kind of strange, but you want a good lookout. And that's why uh, we have reports from a, uh, a lady uh, in Phoenix who was uh, arrested and she was, and it's sad, all right, because she, she spanked, slapped and punched her seven year old kid. Uh, and you think, I mean, okay, so maybe what the seven year old kid do? I mean, is he, is he that bad of a kid? Was he, what was he doing? Yeah, he was uh, a lookout for his grandmother to uh, be able to shoplift at Walmart. And uh, uh, 
apparently he didn't do that good of a job. Because <laughs> he told uh, he told the police that, uh, yeah, no, my mom hit me because I didn't watch out for my grandma good enough. Oh, well, maybe I ought to start doing that then. Just kidding. Nobody needs to get the kid beat. It's just a joke. Seriously, though, the kid should do what he was told. <laughs> And a good news for um, people like uh, Netflix, uh, the Academy, they've been battling with uh, the Academy Awards to, uh, you know, not be counted because they're, uh, you know, viewed on television. You know, Spielberg uh, argued that films from streaming services, which will uh, primarily be watched on television, should not be considered for inclusion based on token qualifications in a couple of theaters for less than a week. Which is just agonizing, Steve. But uh, the Academy has now uh, decided that, uh, you know, we're not going to change any of the entry rules uh, to favor films uh, intended primarily for theatrical release. So uh, we're fine the way, just the way it is. So Steve and the rest of you that are all bad-mouthed Netflix, take a walk. Tired of seeing you. Also, uh, Rule 2, which says the film is eligible to be considered for an Oscar as long as it has its seven-day run in an L.A. theater, still remained unchanged. So they're all for letting uh, the streaming services uh, continue to, uh, to be the way it is. They also made a couple of minor changes, which was kind of weird. I mean, I guess they get together and they feel like they have to do something. So the animated feature category will no longer require eight eligible animated films to be released in a given year for the award to exist. Uh, the Foreign Language Film Award has been renamed to International Feature Film. The Academy's press release includes a statement from the International Feature Film Committee. And we have noted that the reference to foreign is outdated within the global filmmaking community. We believe that international film international feature film better represents this category and promotes a positive and inclusive view of filmmaking and the art of film as a universal experience so uh there isn't that many changes and the best news out of this is that uh, the streaming services are still going to be able to be up for oscars so i i love the fact that they went against i mean steven i'm steven was a, is a big Big shot as far as the, the Academy is concerned. So him fighting against uh, including Netflix was a big deal. And for the Academy to look at Steven and go, we're done with you. Have a nice day. Take a walk, Steve. What have you done for us lately? Is uh, pretty sweet. You know, there's also a place I was thinking, what am I going to do to watch the Academy Awards this year? I don't know. Well, I just found out that Airbnb has a new place that I can rent and watch the Academy Awards. Well, maybe. I don't know if there's any cable or any Wi-Fi. Uh, it's a, a giant potato. A giant potato from, uh, you know, the great state of Utah. Hello. Or, I mean, Idaho. Uh, the Idaho Potato Commission. Utah. Pfft, stupid. Uh, everybody knows Utah doesn't make anything. 
<laughs> this is dumb. Idaho makes potatoes. So this giant potato, 20 feet, 28 feet long, 12 feet wide, 11 and a half feet tall. Uh, you may have seen it because it toured the U.S. on the back of a truck for I don't know, a few years as a, as the, a giant, you know, a giant potato for the potato commission. But uh, you can get it. It's got the big cutout. It looks like a potato inside. It's, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. It really is. It, uh, it's beautiful. It's, it's in a huge field. with. You can see the mountains uh, just south of Boise, which is actually beautiful. I don't know if you've ever been to Boise, Idaho, but I love Boise, Idaho. Beautiful. So it's, uh, and according to the review, it's uh, stylishly decorated. Uh, it sleeps too. One queen bed, and there's a small bathroom, a kitchen, and a fireplace, and air conditioning, too, with millennial pink accents, house plants. It's an Instagrammable inside as out. I love the sales pitch of Instagrammable. It's Instagrammable inside and out. Tremendous. So maybe they move it. For the, uh, where do they have, well, I guess the, uh, I guess the potato bowl for uh, college football is in Boise, right? Isn't that where, they, I'm pretty sure it is. So, uh, you'll be able to stay there and go to the bowl game and live in, you know, Airbnb and stay at the, the giant potato room, but you're not going to do it for cheap. All right. It's 200 a night. Do a hundred bucks a night for this stupid potato. Plus. They're charging you a service fee of $31, plus they're charging you $16 in occupancy taxes. So you're, it's going to cost you 247 bucks to stay in this Instagrammable potato for a night? Uh, I don't think so. With that, it doesn't say I, I've got Wi-Fi. I don't even know if my hotspot will work inside the potato. That might be another hotspot you're looking for at this Instagrammable event, but it's not going to be the hotspot for your computer. All right, let's go to the break room. I'm thirsty. I need a drink. Expected me to say Coca-Cola Zero Sugar, didn't you? I didn't say it, though. Ha, ha. Starbucks, good news, getting uh, helping people out is what Starbucks does. When you think to yourself, what does what is Starbucks? What is Starbucks? What do they do? You don't think coffee? You don't think uh, little buns, little coffee cakes? No, you think helping people out by you know anybody can use their bathrooms, and now they're installing needle disposable boxes in the bathrooms at their stores. That's so nice of them. I mean, when you think about how many times have you've gone into the Starbucks and you need to use the restroom, and if you can ever get in, you got to step on needles to go to the bathroom. You don't know there's a, there's a guy passed out in the corner and he's got his needle sticking out of his arm. Just get up and throw them away. That's, that's so nice of Starbucks. I, I, I just I love them for it. And there's kind of sad news about uh, George Zimmerman. Do uh, you remember George uh, you know, the Trayvon Martin shooting, that whole thing, 2012. And uh, George has been, uh, he's had a tough life. And uh, apparently uh, he was just kicked off the dating app Bumble. I know, you look at me like, hey, who, why is he getting kicked off Bumble? 
you know what? He used a fake name to set up an account, and now he's kicked off a of Bumble. Uh, he was he was posing with his dog, and his Tinder profile states that uh, his name is Carter, and he's just looking for carefree fun. So now he's banned from Tinder. He's banned from Bumble. Is there nothing we're not letting this guy do anymore? I mean, it's a little sad. Good thing about Bumble now, though, is that uh, they're coming out with a new feature that's going to warn you if someone sends you an unsolicited private part pick. You know, a lot of people call them dick pics. I'm saying, you know, private parts picks. I wouldn't just higgly piggly throw out a dick pic comment. So good. Thank you. Thank you, uh, Bumble. I appreciate it. I want to be able to since if you, so if you're on Bumble, like, I mean, I should say, <laughs> if you're not on Bumble, what are you doing with your life? But for those of us that, you know, that are on Bumble, we're happy that, uh, you know, if somebody sends me an unsolicited dick pic, it's going to alert me. I don't know how it's going to alert me. I'm, I'm confused at how Bumble do I get a do I get a do I get a giant penis on my screen? What happens? How is that unsolicited? Thank you. I, I don't understand. I don't. I don't know if they're just going to send me like a little alert. It's just a blurred version of a phallic shape. Uh, I, I don't know. <laughs> says, do you want to scratch? Anyway, it? but thank you. I appreciate it because I want to know. I want to know because if it's solicited, if it's solicited, maybe they just ask you, did you really want this dick pic? Yeah, no, not that one. Frankly, uh, it's not that nice. Not th- no, I didn't <laughs> want that better. one. I didn't want that one. Now, the one that came through yesterday, that's the one I want to see again. As long as we're in the break room, we've got uh, the execs at the uh, Rochester Drug Cooperative, uh, you know, becoming the first to face criminal charges for their roles in the. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say this: it's an, it's an epidemic, Jeff. The, the so-called uh, U.S. opioid epidemic. Uh, it's amazing. This company got fined a huge amount of money. One guy's already uh, pled guilty. The big boss man is going to trial. Uh, the government said that they did not do enough to alert the government of wrongdoing or what possible wrongdoing they didn't do enough so they and they made too much money damn this company in america for making too much money but because prescriptions were coming through and they had to fill the orders it was too much so there is they played a role in this hypersensitive u.s opioid epidemic it's just amazing where we're at with this just absolutely amazing so uh big night tonight uh big night tonight we've got the big movies uh starting uh starting all over end game opens tonight and uh, in China, it opened already. It opened yesterday in China, and it posted an opening day record of $107.2 million. That was last night in China. So, And we've got AMC. That's going to be open. They've, they've been open, you know, 96 hours straight. Uh, it's going to be, we'll just see. I mean, it's going to be pretty amazing, the money, the amount of money this movie is going to make. Um I mean, for sure, you're over a billion. Uh, do you rake in a billion this weekend alone? 
I mean, is it going to just take this weekend, Thursday night, into into Sunday? I mean, they've already got a hundred million. They hit the billion end of this weekend. I don't know. Good luck. Good luck. Sad news on Facebook. If you're a big, if you're a Facebook fan, and who isn't? I mean, who doesn't? I mean. We all have Facebook accounts. You can follow me on Facebook, Jeff Fisher Radio. Uh, Instagram is underneath Facebook, Jeff Fisher Radio. You can follow me there. You can follow me on Twitter, uh, at JeffyJFR. I know that's not Facebook. I got it. But, uh, you know, social media. And, uh, you know, I I post stuff on Facebook all the time. But uh, apparently uh, Facebook, uh, you know, they divulged their earnings. uh, They had their earnings report yesterday. And they earmarked in their earnings report. They said, yeah, well, we've earmarked. We've set $3 billion off to the side here because we're ready to. We probably are going to have to pay the Federal Trade Commission. uh, They're going to fine us. And and it's probably going to be at least $3 billion. So we're set that over here. I mean, it must be nice to have the three billion to set off to the side, right? I mean, think of that. Think of that. I know we're thinking, oh, Facebook is hurting. Facebook is hurting, but uh, they're hurting so much. We probably need to set aside at least three billion to. Uh, yeah, we're gonna get fined. Yeah, I think we did something wrong. <laughs> so, uh, Zuck, fire one up. Fire, Mark, just fire it up, bro. Let me have some. I know. I know. I should probably post something, let people know what's going on, cutting into our profits a little bit. I think Facebook will be fine. I mean, look, you got, uh, uh, they tallied 2.7 billion monthly users. I mean, that's pretty impressive and they figure they've used uh they're making an average of six dollars and 42 cents in revenue per user uh that ain't bad that ain't bad good news if you're looking for a job too as long as we're in the break room i know sometimes uh, you tell me that you're looking for a job you want you need help um mcdonald's uh, wants to fill 250,000 jobs, 250,000 jobs with older workers. Now, everybody knows that, uh, you know, the fast food employee is supposed to be the teenager. But uh, restaurants, of course, are increasingly turning to older people who are eager to remain in the workforce. I wonder why they're eager to remain in the for- workforce. Oh, I don't know, because they don't have any retirement and they need to work. Uh, like many of us will there's no retirement in my in my life i I know that for sure and uh, another thing that makes uh, makes you like older workers is they're uh they tend to be punctual friendly and have a stronger work ethic yeah you think think of this though the number of working americans age 65 to 74 expected to grow another four and a half percent until uh 2024 as people are living longer and you know they you haven't really saved enough money to retire to florida or maybe you can't retire to florida but you realize you know it costs a little bit more for me to live here than i thought um i should probably get a job yeah you want to upsize that just work the drive-thru at mcdonald's man just work at the drive-thru hello welcome to mcdonald's how can i help you yeah, just a second. I'll send someone to the bathroom. I know your kid just 
crapped all over the bathroom. Thanks for coming to McDonald's. Did this, is that the same kid I saw wiping his hand all over the touchscreen order screen just a second ago? Yeah, I'm going to wipe that up too. No problem. Hey, but by the way, I'm a 75-year-old man. Thanks for coming to McDonald's. You know that's happening. You know it is. I know it's the NFL draft. You know, if you're listening to this podcast on the 25th of April, 2019, uh, it's the NFL draft night and everybody's, uh, you know, got their, I got all their NFL draft party scheduled and uh, I, I, you know, I get it. It was great. At one point in my life, I was, uh, you know, kind of excited about the NFL draft. My oldest son um, was, uh, had the possibility of being drafted. And then uh, in the end, he wasn't drafted, but he was on the phone with the Patriots and they said, look, if we don't draft you in this final round, then we're just going to sign you as a free agent, which is what they did. Um, So, I mean, it was, it was, it was kind of cool and i knew that it was you know the tough at that point and at that time in his career my oldest son's career he hadn't planned on being drafted but it was uh you know it was a good thought because he had gone through some injuries and he just wanted to you know go as a free agent but i know it's a big uh you know big deal and the draft is exciting and you get to see who go you know the first the first 10 you know are really huge you get to see who gets picked but i see that uh the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, is that what you were telling me, Taylor? Baltimore Ravens is there. What's happening with them? Yeah, so they are having one of the picks. I don't remember what round, but a Ravens fan who is blind is going to actually read out the draft pick. Um, since he's blind, the, they're going to present the pick in Braille. Then so how will we know it. who the pick is? What? How will we know what the pick is? He says it out loud. You don't have to read the Braille. I'm pretty sure it's just a Braille piece that he gives him. Because most people don't. I mean, like, I can't. What normal NFL draft, do they, like, they post it, like, what? There's a guy behind the speaker that holds the name of the pick? What picks are you watching? I'm just asking a question. I'm just asking a question. I don't, I can't speak Braille. I, 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 I'm at loss for words, which is probably... I probably need to speak Braille to you. That's unbelievable, Jeffy. I don't understand why. I just wanted to know how I was going to, you know, figure it out. That's all. This is the guy that knows all the 600 plus words that are in the new dictionary. So (laughs) how do you not know what Braille is? I do know what Braille is. That's what I'm saying. That's why I don't don't have a complete understanding. You think you speak Braille. It's like speaking sign language. I just said, I don't speak Braille. I don't think I speak Braille. I don't. So anyway, uh, Good God, what enjoy, are we going to do with enjoy you? Enjoy the draft. Enjoy the draft tonight. It'll be fun. And congratulations to the Ravens for letting that happen. A couple things that uh, we got to worry about uh, now. Uh, and I'm telling you, I don't know what the heck is going on. Something is happening. Not sure when it's going to happen or why it's happening, but right now the United States has confirmed 695 measles cases so far this year. It's the highest level since we said we eradicated it in 2000. Now, I may not speak Braille, but I do know that when we say something is eradicated, the eradication of something, that means that it's gone. 
Zero. Over with. Now, I'm sure the medical community will go, well, in the medical community, when we say that something is eradicated, it's very possible that there's still going to be some outliers and there'll be some other, there'll be be a few portions of that disease still hitting people, but for the most part, it's been eradicated. Well, isn't that interesting? Because now it's, we're getting breakouts uh, all over, uh, most specifically in New York. Uh, and Washington State. Oh, it was, let's see. Washington State is where? Oh, yeah, over way far over here on the West Coast. And New York is where? Oh, yeah, way far over here on the East Coast. So there's a whole bunch of stuff in between those two places that could catch the measles. Huh. Huh. I mean, that's, that's what I'm saying. I, I understand that, but I, I, I'm sure. I would bet every quarter I own, and so that's like four quarters, that... Uh, the medical community would say that it means something else. Guaranteed. I, look, eradication, of course, it means zero. But in the medical community, uh, the medical field, that doesn't really mean uh, zero. That just means that we've got it down to a manageable portion. Guaranteed. A guarantee. Have you ever heard of a an opera singer named Tillyman Dick? She's 35. Do we have to that out? No, that's her name. Tillyman Dick. That's her name. She's 30, she was 35 years old. I mean, no, we don't have to bleep that out. We just have to bleep out when you're talking about pics. So anyway, she passed away. And I hadn't heard of her before, but when I heard what she went through, I mean, it's absolutely amazing. Um, Charity Tillerman Dick passed away. Um, she was a famed opera singer, which is, you know, I'm not a big, big follower of opera. So I, I you know, I, I believe you. Uh, but she was uh, known at singing at you know the most prestigious venues around the world, and she had lung transplants. I mean, this is she was amazing. She was diagnosed with pulmonary hypertension at the age of twenty, and uh, which means that uh, it was it's hardening or blockage of the blood vessels connecting the heart and lungs. All right. So she got, she had shortness of breath and she blacked out a few times. So in 2009, she underwent a double lung transplant. This is 2009. All right. Then she suffered a chronic rejection. She received another double lung transplant. In 2012. Amazing. Now, they told her that she would uh, live five years after surgery. So, she did live a little bit longer than five years uh, after surgery, which is tremendous. But it seems like, I mean, that is, talk about, I mean, that's the will to live and the will to, to live your American dream. And the will, to, I should say, just the will to live your dream. Uh, absolutely amazing. I'm so, I'm so surprised I hadn't heard of her, but I mean, she's received double lung transplants, two double lung transplants. Uh, I mean, uh, rest in peace. And maybe, you know, she's for sure out of pain now. And I don't know what pain she was in before, but for sure she was in she was suffering, but to have to go through that and still just to perform and be the person that you were meant to be, absolutely amazing. 
I know I don't do a lot of politics here on chewing the fat, and very rare. You know, I don't. I'm not a. Most of the political stories that are out there in the world, you're going to get other places. I know that, and it's okay. Um, it just it's fine, and, and and I like a lot of those political stories. And sometimes when I, I sit in on Pat's show on Friday, and I do chewing the fat, uh, and uh, sometimes sit in for the rest of the show on Wednesdays on Pat's show. So I mean, I'm very familiar, and I know about the political stories, and we have fun with them. But uh, this particular story is. Uh, political, but not really political. I have a I have a couple of questions. Um, why would anyone want to live in the state of New York anymore? I don't understand why more people aren't moving out of that state. Uh, Governor Andrew Cuomo, who looks like a a great guy. I mean, he just looks like the guy you want to you want to be around and hang out with. Uh, he signed uh, he signed a new law uh, that uh, is going to take effect. Uh, in March, <laughs> uh, next March, can't wait for that to roll around. Uh, <laughs> uh, he's going to ban plastic bags in the state of New York, and that he's going to, uh, and he's going to charge you for uh, paper bags as well, which is which is great. So uh, they're going to ban single-use plastic grocery bags, uh, and this is the third state to do so. So, so good. And, and those are great states. So, uh, what, Hawaii and California are the other two states. And uh, they're banning plastic bags. And then they're going to charge you a five-cent fee on paper bags. Three cents of that five cents is going to go to the state's environmental protection fund. And two cents are just going to be kept by the government. I mean, that's good. So we're going to help climate change by getting rid of plastic bags, and we're going to help climate change even more by charging you for the paper bags that you're going to need. And we're going to send a little bit of that money. Well, you know, three cents of the five cents. Uh, obviously, more than <laughs> more than half of the five cents is going to go to the Environmental Protection Fund, and then the other two cents we we just need. So all five cents goes to the government. correct. 100% correct. But good, good, good. And it's all for climate change. (laughs) Agonizing. I am really sick and tired of having websites tell me I've reached my limit. And then I have to subscribe to them to read the story. So I I cannot tell you how frustrating that is to me. Cannot tell you. I read the story, put it on for the show. I want to talk about it. And then I want to read a couple of the facts inside the story. But when I open it up again for you, I've reached my limit. And I've got to subscribe to that website to read the story. It is maddening and i'm not going to subscribe to you new york times it's not going to happen 
I'll find the story somewhere else, but I'm not going to go out of my way to find the story right now because I'll just tell you about it. Remember the giant bird that we told you about that killed the owner of the cassowary in Florida? The big mean bird that stands about six feet tall, is about 130 pounds, it's like an emu bird, but it doesn't fly, and it killed its owner. Well, a few more little facts have come out about that. Um, they sure are mean, and they sure do. They have these giant claw feet that they kick with, and they, you know, they'll kill you. But apparently, the owner was raised, and you can raise them, and he had some special dispensation from the world on high and the pope to uh that's where you get dispensation from is the pope uh is to uh you know so that he could have his little cassowary in florida and he had one or two of them and this particular one had laid some eggs so he was out looking at the eggs and you know what happens you know the mom was like what are you doing with don't be messing with my eggs don't be messing with my eggs and then he fell down and she was like i'm going to kick you to death now but apparently you can get it now uh, you know, he they didn't kill the bird because the, all the the investigators all said, uh, well, no, he didn't. He doesn't have, uh, you know, a taste for human blood. He was protecting his eggs or her eggs, and uh, the guy fell down. We don't know if he was being mean, and she didn't mean to kill him. She was kicking him to protect her stuff. Oh, okay, well, I guess that makes it okay, so we're not going to put the bird down. No, we're not going to put the bird down. So if you're in the market for a cassowary, uh, you want to have a little bird that could kill you, uh, fenced in in the backyard, it's all yours. It's all yours. Also, a new giant mammal fossil was found in a museum drawer. Unbelievable. So... They found a new species dubbed, dubbed Simbakuwaba kutukafarika. All right, I'm going to pause for just a moment, and uh, I'm going to put you on hold. All right, please hold uh, while we have the computer voice the new name of the new species. Please hold. Your listenership is very important to us. We'll get back to you as soon as possible. Thank you for holding. Your listenership is very important to us. We're in the process of finding the actual pronunciation of Simakawaba Kutukafrika, which means Big African Lion. Thank you for holding no i mean it thanks for holding i appreciate it we've we've got the uh we've we've typed in the uh, pronunciation uh, I, I pronounce it uh simbakawaba kutakafrika right s-i-m-b-a-k-u-b-w-a k-u-t-o-k-a-a-f-r-i-k-a which is the new species that was found in a drawer okay so <laughs> Let's find, uh, apparently it roamed Africa some 20 million years ago. So I guess somebody brought it, brought it in and threw it in a drawer. And uh, sometime, you know, somebody went, I wonder what's in that drawer. Oh my gosh, it's fossils. It, it must be the big African lion that roamed Swahili 20 million years ago. And we, we should name it... Uh, 
Simbakawaba Kafrika. Let's have let's computer pronounce it for us, please. I'm not from Africa. I'm not from Africa. <laughs> Well, that's helpful. Okay, so Taylor, when we're looking these names up, dummy, ask a computer that's from Africa. You know it's an African who came from an African museum in Kenya. I already told you that. I'm Holy sorry. Let me, let me go to African Google real quick. Holy cow. Yes, African Google. What is it? Exactly what I said. Thank you. Air it again from the That's exactly what I said. That's the new, uh, it's a new fossil found in the Kenyan Museum drawer. Uh, I, I find it amazing that they, it's just, what is in this bottom drawer? I haven't looked in this drawer in, I don't know, 19 million years. Oh my gosh. It's something that's 20 million years old. It's the old, it's the old. I'm not from Africa. No, not that one. No, don't. Not that one, dummy. Seriously, I called you dummy as a joke, but maybe it's not. Yeah, that. 